And good morning or good afternoon, everyone. This is Podcasters Unleashed. This is your host for today, Nelson Nelson J. Zambrano here on Podcasters Unleashed. All right. We have a unique episode, just as all of our episodes are unique. Today, we're going to be talking about dating and relationship challenges. Dating and relationship challenges. I definitely want to hear from the audience. We all want to hear from the audience. We want to hear about your dating and relationship challenges. Uh, bring them on. We do not claim to be experts here. However, we, you know, we, we do know a thing or two about this. All right. For today, my one of my co-hosts, Simon, will be reading out the comments. So he's going to be jumping in there like a, like a British Royal Marine commando that he is. Okay. So we're going to introduce ourselves. I'm going to go with Matilda. Matilda, please. The floor is yours. Hello, everyone. This is Matilda, host of Coffee with Matilda, a journey to South. And it's a podcast that we talk about uh, finding yourself, loving yourself, and coming out of adversity uh, stronger than ever. To you, Victor. Hi, thank you, Matilda. Yes, I am Victor Sio. I'm the host of Diaspora Entrepreneurs Podcast, where I speak to entrepreneurs who are finding successes. And we talk about strategies, growth, where how they move from the nine to five into the lifestyle of freedom. Over to you, Carla. Hi, I'm Carla, and I'm the host of the Wonder and Wellbeing podcast, which is a podcast for parents and teachers where we talk about everything related to improving wellbeing. Over to you, Simon. Hi, I'm Simon. Simon Rushton. My podcast is Taxi Chronicles. I've got over 500 episodes, and I interview people when they get in my taxi. It's not planned, it's all spontaneous. And just for the record, if you see any of us putting our heads down, we're just sharing the link so all you, the viewers, can get to hear the lovely topic that we're going to discuss. Don't forget to do that to yourselves. Over to you, Nelson. Okay, Simon, thank you very much for that. And yes, to all our viewers, please hit follow, please hit subscribe. It helps us out. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. So, and I am Nelson Nelson Jason Brano. I am the host of Investing in America, where we talk about investing in the United States and we leave a certain number of episodes to interview some dynamic people that have nothing to do whatsoever with real estate, entrepreneurs, high performance people, um, you know, all kinds of folks that have incredible business practices. All right, let's just jump into things. We're talking about relationships, right? Now, I guess you could say that there's pre-COVID, how you handled the relationship. There was during COVID relationship and dating for the brave souls who were doing that. And then there was kind of, kind of waltzing out of COVID. There might be a COVID-20, you never know. So, but we're going to get into this right now. But before we start, we need to define what a relationship is. Um, some people, a relationship is, is you know, we'll have sex first and then we'll talk if we like each other. And then for other people, it's dating. It's all across the board. So we need to get some definitions on, on the table. And I'm going to turn over to Carla for some definitions. Okay, so for... I'm giving definitions uh, is, as the general, um, as we know it in glo global terms, um, for relationships. So relationships are what we generally refer to as committed situations. So when you've made a commitment to stick with the same person and be exclusive. I know that there are other types of relationships, but um, in general, when people say they're in a relationship, that's what they mean. There's a degree of exclusivity and some kind of commitment. Um, dating, obviously, is where you are getting to know someone. 
Um, however you do that, again, it depends on your culture, but you're going out, you're spending time together, you're asking the right questions and you're making an investigation to see whether or not this person is somebody that you would like to be in a relationship with. Back to you, Nelson. Okay, okay. So we've got that now. <clears throat> so we've got that on the relationship side, that implies exclusivity so that there's no one else, right? And then dating is your kind of getting to know each other and you can be seeing other people. Uh, Carla, does that follow in line with the definition? Yeah, I think the seeing other people type of thing, it depends on your culture and your values. Um, I think if you're talking from the kind of open uh, way that people maybe do it globally now, then yes, um, people will be looking at a range of different people and uh, shopping. Let's say they're shopping for the right candidate mm -hmm. um, okay. and they haven't quite settled or decided on one yet. Okay. And you're also being shopped. We're also being shopped as well, right? We're also being shopped as well. Uh, yeah. It's a two-way street. Um, okay. Now, Carla, there is another word there that goes along. It's like the, you know, when you take the wrong turn, ghosting. Can you define that one too? Because we're going to get to that in a little bit. <laughs> ghosting. Ghosting is what I would say being rude in the way that you tell someone that they are not the right candidate for you. So ghosting basically is a social media term where you just vanish. So you're seeing someone, you're interacting with them and you just poof and disappear um, without giving them a proper explanation or without a proper uh, communication as to why they are not the right candidate for you or you've not selected them or taken them off the shelf in your shopping. Okay. And uh, right. So you've got the definition of ghosting. And by the way, one of our co-hosts, uh, she is not ghosting us. She has technical difficulties. Okay. So that's the reason why Kaola is not here, but she is supporting from the, from the background. Um, all right. Let's talk now. You know, and this is an open-ended question for the audience. Um, Simon, if you could put up the question there, uh, the first of the banners, um, how are y'all meeting people nowadays? How, how is that happening? What is going on? Uh, I'll open it up to the group right here. Um, how are people meeting folks nowadays in this time of kind of we're getting our way out of COVID? I'll op open up that question. So, Simon, I'll uh, excuse yeah. me. Sorry, Nelson, just bear with me. I'm just scrolling scrolling through some of the comments um, in relations to what you've, through some of the banners, but as soon as I find it, I'll put it up. Okay, no, in, no. In the meanwhile, we've got two comments. Ah, oh, we've got how to, um, a comment from Howla, sorry. She says, oh, here we are. Excuse me. This is not showing. Here we go, patience. How to date again after COVID? Question mark. It's a comment from Howler. Okay. And then we've got, also we've got Sasha, the famous Sasha. Howler is ghosting us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Kaola is not ghosting us. Kaola is, is not ghosting us whatsoever. Um, and her question there is how to date after COVID. Um, so the question is now is how, how, do, how do we meet people? How, how do we meet people? So Victor... And um, so, Victor, I'm going to throw that question out to you and then over to Carla. Um, if you were advising your, your daughter, your kids, okay, how to start dating now, how to start meeting people, what, what, what would be 
your advice to them? What would you be throwing out? Looks like we've got some technical difficulties. Uh, Victor can't hear you. Okay, Victor, we're going to come back I'll, to you. I'll answer that question. All righty. So, obviously, the most common way, it was announced on the radio probably about a year ago that the in England, normally the most common way was to meet somebody at your workplace, somebody you could build up a relationship with, someone you had something in common with. Now, with technology, Tinder and those dating apps are the most popular uh, ways of meeting someone and actually meeting someone for a long term, i.e. getting married even though two out of four or five marriages fail. <laughs> but that is the most common way to date. And especially during lockdown, I can believe it was most definitely the most um, popular way to meet people. Back over to you, Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Nelson. Uh, um, okay, Victor? Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know. I do, I do need the old school. So we go out, we meet, and um, yeah. And that's how, and that's how it has been for me. Or that's how it was for me. Yeah. Before, before I get, I, I get told off. Okay. But, uh huh. So regards, regards my kids. Well, the world has actually moved since I was in the game. You know, <laughs> and um, they have, they they say, they say they have an app for it. So anything that goes right now, there's an app for it. So they have different apps for meeting up and COVID has, has actually like escalated um, using apps to meet up. So now they have networking groups for like minds um, where they meet visually. Then now that the, COVID, now that, um, the lockdown is being eased right now, yeah, for them, I would advise them to use whatever means that is present right now that is safe to go out and enjoy themselves. That's what I would say. Okay, that is like a mouthful, and we're going to come back because you said the uh, meet them the old-fashioned way. So, um, so the old-fashioned. We're going to come back to that. I think we've got, we some, got some comments, comments ready. Go for it, Simon. Anders, Anders says the heart. The head and the body agree. Our lovely Howler says, sorry, love you guys. You are the best. Kiss, kiss, kiss. I believe someone may catch in on those kisses later. Um, I'm lucky that <laughs> I'm lucky that <laughs> the way women just want me and I'm all that. Laugh, laugh. Um, Thomas says, Howler's laughing again. And then we've got a, a lovely Howler again where she says, how do you think about traditional dating back in the days and social media dating today? Interesting question. I shall leave you to answer that, Nelson. Um, and, then, and then the last, well, we, we, these are coming in fast and hard, so uh, there again we have Howlow says, ha ha, Sasha, I'm backstage supporter like you. I think that's in response to Sasha's earlier comment. And now here we have Sasha, it's interesting to see the evolution of the relationships. Before people had something in, com in common, nowadays you meet people on, on the internet and you multiply relationships. And I think that multiply relationship is probably what's going to be the hot topic of our discussion today. But back over to you, Nelson. Yeah, 
Okay. Um, there was a comment, I think it was from Anders, or was it someone that said old school social media? Um, oh, so we're going to go back. That's it. So that's kind of a tie in back to Victor. Your, the question over to you was when you said old school, right? You, you met people the old way. Um, what does that mean? The, the old school, you know, what, what does that mean? The, the old school. It means you go out, you actually man up and shut the girl up. If you want me to say like, not, not sliding in the DM, like what happens now on social media, you man up, you get, sometimes you get your boys, your wingmen to like prop you up, go, 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 go. You can do it. And you lift the chest up and you walk up and you say, Hey, how are you? And um, if you get told off, you get told off. But if you don't, but you just put yourself out there. So, so, so is, hold, hold, hold on, Victor. Did this happen at church or the club? I mean, which which one was it? Oh, if it's in the club, well, um, people do all sorts in the club because of different influences that um, some get high on the music, you know, and gives them and gives them that. Um, that um, that um, that alter ego, that superpower to just go up because of the music is pumping them, motivating them, giving them the extra inspiration. Why some get high on alcohol and say, you know what? Tonight I'm speaking to this girl. You get, and you walk up and you know you do your thing. That is in the club. If it's in the church, um. The church, I think the church is kind of sneaky because you want to use the Bible verses to like go in. <laughs> use the Bible verses to go in. Sunday school, you know. Oh, have you been, have you read so, so, and so? Thou shalt not, thou shalt. That, you know, you get me. So, Sunday school is a great way after church, you know. And we hang out and so the fact there are different ways to different places and how to like approach the old school way. Most times it's the school, extra mm -hmm. lessons, you know, during lessons. And that is the old school to me. Then when you see a girl out of com that, that's coming out of town, which is not in your in your yeah. So maybe Victor, we're gonna have an episode on the Bible that you were using because that that doesn't sound like a Bible that that the rest of us were using. He's letting that, all his secrets out now. So. That, that that must have been that other version that we always heard about. Um, <laughs> so let's go over to Matilda. Matilda, you know, back in the day, you yeah. know, um, how 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 was it? And you you're coming from New York City, so you're you're like in this big city. How was it for you meeting people? How, how did that go about? Well, I love New York City. I miss New York City every day. And, you know, dating in New York is very, meeting people in New York is very easy. And I don't like, I don't think as a, um, I mean, if you're in a relationship, New York would be that fun. I don't know. But as a single person, New York is like the place to be. You meet people left and right. You go for uh, even Whole Foods. In Whole Foods, you meet people. You go coffee shop, you meet people at bars, you restaurants. Uh, it's a city that gives you that opportunity. And A, if you have also the personality, outgoing personality, then you won't have any problem meeting people. I'm not saying they're going to be the right people. Mm -hmm. But meeting people, and I think it's important as well because once you meet a lot of people, 
mm-hmm. uh, you learn what works for you, what's good for your personality. If you don't date around, and I'm not saying anything physically, just going out meeting people, uh, you wouldn't know what works for you, what personality is good for you. Um, yeah, I'm happy that I've done those days of dating in New York. And it was very fun and interesting and lots of lessons for me to know about myself. Hmm. So, and, and you know, we're going to come back to that, Matilda, because you talk about meeting different kinds of people and uh, that might have to do with a person's love language, right? Right. But, you know, we get to find out our, our love language. But I want to go to a question that was brought up by Kaola between and she's kind of jumping ahead there traditional dating and social media kid simon can we bring that question back up again please okay and for the audience it was a question had to do with social media and traditional um so i want to put this question out to the group how do you think let me just jump in there we've got a couple more comments go for it go for it victor question for victor um why men Still today, afraid of rejection or sh- shy to approach women today? That's a question for you later on, Victor. Um, I'm glad it's for you. Um, <laughs> the other question is from Sasha. I think um, I think the interactions are changing for a lot of people, but when you go higher in social class, the relationships are more traditional and structured. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'd agree with that, but we can always debate that later on. Back to you, Nelson. Okay, so, and Simon, thank you for that. Um, And the question from Carl is, how do you think about traditional dating back in the days versus social media dating? And I'm assuming Carl is talking about meeting people on social media, meeting people on uh, Bumble. Uh, You know, I did not say Tinder. I said Bumble. Let's just put that out there. Um, eHarmony, Match.com. So I'm just keeping it since for the record. Um, So that versus meeting someone in a, in a different location. I want to throw this question out there. Carla, we haven't heard much from you. Um, your thoughts on this, traditional dating versus meeting people on social media, Bumble, Match.com, eHarmony. Um, I think the the online um, or the social media dating is, is bigger now. I think it's the way that people make this soft introduction. I think there's less chatting up uh, outside going on. And definitely during COVID, there wasn't any chat, uh, as Victor was saying, chatting girls up outside wasn't wasn't really happening because everything was closed um, or chatting guys up, the ladies who like to make the introduction or, you know, initiate things. So it's all done online now, mostly. And um, I think it has some disadvantages and it takes some skill to navigate it from what really? I Really? What, what, what are they? Um, well, one of the disadvantages is body language is a big thing, and mm-hmm. the whole energy of being in the room with people and feeling the vibe and and, and, knowing that, you... and that's what Victor was talking about the vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. Just I think body language is underrated, um, and also how you feel when you're around somebody is underrated. And social mm-hmm. media it gives people a chance to put on a persona that's not really there on mm-hmm. one side of the screen, but also it gives you a chance on the other side of the screen to um, get inside your own head and, and assume things based on what the other person is thinking or feeling or assume that the interaction between you means more than it actually does in the real world. 
And I think some people, um, especially when they lack confidence um, to approach people like Victor used the term manning up, um, and obviously he's using that in reference to guys approaching women. But there is a certain level of confidence that you have to have if you see mm -hmm, someone mm -hmm. who you're interested in outside in a social setting or whatever to approach them and right. introduce yourself. That's an it's a skill. It's a life skill to be able to introduce yourself. And the problem is with the Internet is sometimes people who are shy or who don't have that skill get to skip that step. Um, because they do it online and then it's almost as if um, even if you do progress to the stage where you meet up with them they don't have to do that introduction of themselves copy, and I think, copy and paste thing. yeah yeah and also there's a lot there is a lot to learn about somebody when they approach you you can learn about their personality you can learn about the kind of language they use how they treat you um, you know what their assumptions are about mm -hmm. you and themselves and and you know their position in the dating world and so I think they get to skip a lot of steps when they do it online. And that can sometimes cause issues um, mm. in the relationships that develop later, because um, that part is important. The introduction is important. The first impressions is important. And you can fake that online, but it's difficult to fake it face to face. Not impossible, because uh -huh. if, you're, if you're a master in the dating game and you know how to trick people, <laughs> you can fake it in face to face as well. But it's much easier online. Fake it till you make it. Uh, that, that's right. But I, would, oh. I, would, I would jump in there, of Vic, um, Nelson. All right, before I do that, let me just read out some more comments. Sorry. You've got Thomas. He says, I address a queen with the words, you want me, then I get told where to go most of, uh, of the time. It's very interesting. Okay, Thomas. Uh, we've got our lovely Howler here again. And she says, Matilda or Nelson or Simon, tell us about an experience you had, bad or good, with online dating. Ha, ha, ha. We can get back to that. And then Thomas has said, it's a love thing for me. Uh, you just know when you look in the eyes. Very interesting. I've, I will confess, I've, it depends on what state of mind and where you are. You could be half drunk. <laughs> and... Three in the morning, you, you know, when you wait after you wake up, you realize, ah, maybe it's not a love thing at all. But anyway, let's um, talk about bad memories. Back to you, Nelson. <laughs> okay, okay, Simon, this is like confession time here. Uh, Matilda, I wanted to ask, but Matilda, right before I get to that, Anders had mentioned uh, something about heart, body, and mind, right? But what happens, and uh, Anders, I want you to kind of, uh, and anyone else, what happens when it's all social media? If it's all social media, how can you bring in the heart, body, and mind? Okay. Matilda, your thoughts on traditional versus social media dating. Your thoughts on well, that? Well, I love uh, traditional. Uh, I couldn't do uh, online dating because for me it was uh, not real. I need connection. And lots of time. I mean, I've done online dating. Don't get me wrong. I've been single for a gazillion years. I've tried every alley possible there. Um, but I, it's not something for me. I like to meet people. Even you're in a grocery shop, Whole Foods, uh, you, you feel that someone's energy and you can sense that, you know, there's some uh, filtering that goes there, then online only. But I don't think you should uh, ignore online opportunity because sometimes you meet people that you wouldn't normally meet because they don't even live in that same city or in the country. So 
I can be useful, but I believe you need to have the spirit of online dating because if you really go with the spirit of traditional dating, you're going to be very, very disappointed. You need to have a tough skin because it's going to be a date after a date with different people, maybe for just a coffee. But uh, you're going to have some, you're going to see a lot of disappointment. So don't, don't get cold feet about it. Yeah. So, and, and thank you for that, Matilda. Um, you mentioned something about, uh, you know, getting cold feet. Uh, how you're, I'm going to come back to that. The, um, what, what are you looking Nelson, for? Can I, can I just jump in there with some um, sure. more comments? Mm -hmm. Sasha is saying, the failing is uh, the most important thing. And then we have my lovely cousin here. I need someone physical there to connect. Also, never entertain guys in the club. Sorry, Victor. Okay. Okay. And she <laughs> says, okay, I need someone. Um, Geneva says, I need someone to physically be there to connect with them. So that's very interesting. Um, I will comment on quickly on something um, Carla said earlier, guys. When on the dating app, there is an art to it. And, um, and I think, look at Victor. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I think the beauty of a dating app is this. You know that person likes you. You don't have to worry about what their friends are maybe saying influencing them. Because mm. they swipe left or they swipe right, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The only thing where I think women mess it up, they have a dating app party. And then they will have their phone, this is what I've been told, and they'll go, what do you think, girls? Yes, no, left, right. <laughs> yeah. But those kind of sense. So, Simon, how, do you, Simon, how do you know that? Dating app party. You listen. you got a wife. Listen to women, they talk. And I'm sure those are highly rated ones. Um, Matilda wanted to ask you, you are now involved in a relationship. How did that start? Was it traditional or was it online? No, it was traditional, I think. I mean, if I have to compare it to online. Um, I, I met Sasha. <laughs> Sasha. <laughs> um, my husband-to-be. Or Inc. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, I met him, and there was no question about it. I met him maybe eight hours before my flight. And then... Uh, that's what I'm, I want to say, actually. It's important to know what you want because um, I wanted to have a marriage relationship. I wasn't interested to just dating around. And I think the in when you put that intention in the universe, you will meet the right people accordingly. Um, I met him, and I, when I came back to New York, I was telling my friends, oh, I met my husband. And everyone was laughing. It's like, why would you even think like that like are you crazy but there is something i think when you meet the right person you have there is a, there is no question about it we were we were thousands of miles away but i knew he's my husband 
that was very clear for me and i'm sure it was very clear for him as well there was no uh, there was no talk of oh we are exclusive together it was just we are that's and it by the way if it wasn't exclusive if it wasn't apparent to him and clear it is clear now so uh, <laughs> it, it is clear now Okay. Well, good, Matilda. I mean, thank thank you for sharing that. Um, and I'm going to kind of bounce off of that. Um, what do you, when I say you, I mean the group here and the audience, especially for the audience, Renee, Anders, Thomas, and Disa, and a host of other folks that I know are on. What are you guys expecting out of a relationship? What are you expecting out of a relationship? So please type away. Uh, to what are you expecting out of a relationship? And I think we got a comment that just came yeah, in. We've got some comments. So, how to say Simon? That's to me, obviously. It's the same. Some men are jealous from from their friends, so they're trying to ruin it. Okay, interesting. I suppose it depends on the company you keep, and it makes takes all kind of people to make the world go round. Um, Thomas, I have to go to work now. Big love for the podcasters. God bless. Thanks, Thomas. We hope you have a good, happy shift. Stay safe. Thank you. Now back to you, Nelson. Okay. So the question is, is what are we expecting? What are folks expecting out of a relationship? What, what, what are folks expecting for the audience and for folks here? Um, who wants to take a stab at it? Nancy. See, I I'm in a long, long relationship now, so I wouldn't say I would say when 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 we started, there wasn't. It was just like what uh, Matilda said. We just knew we were comfortable with each other, and um, we just wanted to hang out because we were young. We just wanted to hang out and just be, you know. Be friends. Mm -hmm. I've got your back. You've got my back. So that's how. So I'll say I just want a friendship with her, and that's it. And that and that was it. Okay. All right. So so there was um, a connection. Uh, yeah. There was no there was no long term thing. It was just like whoa, we're present. We're here now. Let's just be friends. Okay. And enjoy. Okay. I mean, that's another podcast episode. Can men and women be friends? Um, all right. Uh, Carla, that, that question for you. What are you expecting out of a relationship? Um, I think that's the first thing. You're expecting some kind of connection. Um, for me, I'm expecting a connection that um, can evolve over time as well, not a connection that's just kind of instant um, and is short-term. Because the thing is with human connection, it's not something you have it and then it lasts forever because human beings change. You develop, you get new ideas, you go through new experiences and those experiences shape you. They shape your um, desires and you know what you want for yourself, your goals. So the connection has to be something that is able to navigate all those changes, you know, when you have a child and then when you're having sleepless nights with a child and all that. 
certain connections can disappear. And I know we've got some comments in the chat, so we'll probably talk a bit more about that as the comments come in. But there are some people where they're only looking for a sexual connection. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship connection where you can grow, you can build, and you can um, develop together and build something that serves not only you as a unit, but your family and society and the community, um, it's really difficult to weed out the people that are looking that are not looking for that. Um, I think that's one of the challenges. So we're talking about relationship it's, challenges. It's difficult to weed those people out. It can be. I think online dating can help a little bit, or using dating apps can help a little bit with um, the process. But you've got to be quite systematic, and you've got to avoid certain flaws. And I think that this came out in one of the comments about not entertaining guys in the club. That Renee said. Guys and girls, Renee, are in the club for entertainment. They're in there to pass time. Most people know that the nightclub or the bar or whatever is not the, really the place to go to meet a long-term connection because it's a place for entertainment. And most people in there are usually under the influence of alcohol and drugs or both. Um, so going to the club to look for a connection that's going to last long-term and give you a successful relationship is not impossible. People out there will say they've done it, but it's highly unlikely that that's the place that you're going to meet somebody for a type of long-term, stable, sensible relationship that's going to contribute something good to your life and theirs. It's not impossible, I will say that, but it doesn't, but it doesn't yeah, happen often. Some, strip, some strippers do, Carla, some strippers do. Yeah. yeah, of course. That's why I say it's not impossible, but... <laughs> Um, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, strippers are different now. It's a different. Yeah, that's how. podcasts, you know that some strippers do find long-term relationship in the club. Yeah, but that's why I said it's not impossible because it's not. There are lots well, of people bumping Well, for well. guys, guys, hold on a second. Uh, comments, you got it right, and then okay, I'm gonna let's get some comments here. Right? Okay, first, well, all right. So we've got Thomas with yeah. a door serve and raise. Obviously, he's gone. Uh, uh, Geneva says the problem I've personally had with online dating i find that only that, that, sorry i find many that only care about sexual connections rather than mental and emotional it was exhausting to weed them out anders and his essay you can get a sense of humor and other aspects that are connected to individuals individuals mind in a longer communication where the individual talk with about her life you can get a sense of if the individual is warm-hearted or other aspects that are related to what I call heart. When it comes to the body, it's not only a practical physical dimension, it's also related to the mind. I think it can be a better way to initiate a relationship than on a club at 3 a.m. <laughs> or otherwise where you won't get it. Uh, last, another couple of uh, responses. I answered in relation to digital dating. Uh, oops, sorry. Geneva says here, I'm expecting a bond, someone who wants to grow with, uh, with me and someone that wants the best for me and I want the same for them. They should be better and I better them. Um, Samantha Cunningham, um, very true, Carla. Anders says, you also have the ability to do a proper background check. <laughs> that's true if that is very true if you're online meet someone online you can go out and branch in it branch out and find out all about them um, which um, is, is i've had done to myself but anyway take a gamble on first impressions 
Says and, my and, old and, mate from the military. And, uh, and what's his name? Let, let's just read out his name. Dan, I'll, I'll... Dan, Dan Moyley says, um, hi, Dan. Great to see you back, mate. Um, yeah, he says, take a gamble on first impression. So um, back to you, Nelson. <laughs> okay. Those are fantastic comments. Simon, thank you for reading that. Um, there was one there that I really liked, and it talked. I, I, I forget. We had so many good ones coming in. But it's, it's going to tie into this question I have for uh, Matilda. Um, and it had to do – Simon, could you just oh, – gosh, what the heck was it? It was a really good one. It was the second or third one back. Okay, so it's probably digital relationship. No, right. no, 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 no. It was before. Uh, this is the one from Renee. Uh, they should better me and I better them. So, Matilda, question for you. What values are you looking for in a relationship? What values are you looking for in a relationship? Well, Nelson, I think uh, it's important to understand which stage in your life are you in. Uh, when I was uh, not looking for husband, I wasn't shopping for husband. I was looking for fun and exciting people to meet and interesting people to meet. My criteria of the re of qualities in a man was different. When I was doing husband shopping, was very different. So I think it's very it's important to understand which stage in your life you are. What do you want first? And then it will be easy to find that person. Obviously, when I was looking for Sasha, or I'm, when I met Sasha, I was looking for a husband. And the quality that I looked for Sasha was very different than maybe a year ago that I was having fun meeting interesting people. Um, I, For me, I was looking for not necessarily the name of a husband or the responsibility of a husband. I was looking for a life partner, someone that I can be a best friend with till end of the end. For me, friendship was more to build that friendship, a strong friendship with my husband or my life partner was the most important part and loyalty, these two. And if they couldn't uh, give me these two elements, there was no point of uh, talking to them on the second or third time. So it's important to understand what you want and then the, and elaborate that with the partner so they understand what you want as well. And are you guys aligned or no? So you don't waste time. So, that was the technique of dating in New York. <laughs> that was the technique. So two questions then, Matilda. It, and this is for the group. So is it possible, because you said you were looking for a husband before, then you were just looking to meet interesting people. I'll leave it at that. Well, is it, shouldn't that be all those characteristics in one, in one person? Shouldn't yeah. we have the interesting people and this life partner just hold that thought and i also asked the audience that question too what are you looking for in out of a relationship you know what are you looking for out of a relationship we want to hear what you have to say um matilda back to you and then carla i would say no because 
for example, when you're dating around and having fun, maybe a guy that has a lot of connection to nice places or nice events will be an interesting element. But when you're looking for a husband, that's not even something that I'm interested in. For me, loyalty of that person is important. For me, coming from a good family, having good boundaries, having good values is important. So I guess it depends just where you're standing in life. Right. Uh, in my 20s, maybe I was interested in bad boys or bad guys type of a guy like with a motorcycle dress certain way because that was interesting for me Matilda, I'm I'm yeah. the, I, I hate to tell you this I saw Sasha in a Harley in Paris okay <laughs> he was in a Harley in Paris but uh, sorry as a husband eating croissant yeah as a husband I will never want to entertain that idea because I wouldn't want to be worried about someone being on a bike that's not gonna or jump from a sky jumbo jumping that's not something or skydiving it's not something that i'm interested as a husband but if i was dating a guy that, that was doing this kind of a thing it was a, a okay element for me but as a husband no so as a husband no okay yeah, yeah, um, Nancy, i want to just um jump into what uh, matilda was saying in regards the, the values depends on where you are actually in life because for me being being on this journey for 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 some time now i've seen i've seen my my values change or our values our shared values change over time so we went through we went through almost all the phases till just now so from friendship to um to sincerity to you know to loyalty to fun we had fun. We did the bad boy, the bad girl. We went to the clubs. We popped the bottles. We there was this uh, famous club. Oh, oh, in hold on, hold on. What you did the what bottles? Yeah. yeah no. What what was that again? You, you, you popped the bottles. We popped. Yeah, we popped. We popped the bottles. That's not some kind of Nigerian slang for some kind of crazy stuff, is it? No. Okay. Um, no. 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 Really, uh, we pop champagne bottles in the club. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's now, yeah, we pop the bottle in Nigeria, we pop the bottle in London. There was this famous club back there in London called, um, what's it called again? Ah. SW1? Uh, no, it's in, it's in, ah. Where, good what is it in? Yeah, they play good R&B music in the, London, uh, in the capital, in London, mm. um, in the city. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, Okay. Anyways, there's Barumba, there's, there's, so, there's so much more. So we did that, and as time goes on... I, I'm sure there is. Saw, Continue, Victor. Yeah, and as time goes on, we now saw that, okay, you know what, maybe we start thinking about family, so let's let the puppy reduce, you know, because we're thinking about the family right now. And from there, you know that, okay, um, we, we, see, we can actually support another person in this relationship and just take it to the next level. So values keep changing. Values keep changing. Okay. Okay. Hold what on a second. Ho hold on. Hold on. What do we mean by support another person in this relationship and take it to the next level? <sighs> okay. Now. Okay. I mean, just to save time, are we talking about a threesome here? I mean, what? What's? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, no, okay. No, no, no. All right. Okay. That, that, that's far from it. That's it. Okay. See, yeah, the support I'm talking about is that. Okay, you want to be a hairdresser? Okay, I would, I would support you. I will give you all the necessary 
um, advice, mm -hmm. finance, you know, when you come back from work or when you come back from training, I'll be here taking care of the home, you know, and if I want to do something, oh, yeah, that's really good. I'll help you to do some research about what you're doing. Okay, so we're yeah. talking about a relationship as in the definition given by Carl at the beginning. Yeah, because you're committed to the person, so yes. Okay. I'm committed to okay. you, yes, so we can now grow. So this is where growth, family, and the shared vision comes in. And this goes into what Rene uh, Geneva Small was saying. They should better me and I better them. Exactly. So, okay. So, so it's changing through time. So you can't tell a teenager who is in the 20s to start thinking about family, to start thinking about legacy. Because right now, where I am right now, I'm thinking about legacy for my kids. Okay. Yeah, so, but you can't tell a 21-year-old or a 25-year-old to start thinking about that. Well, it, it depends. I, I will jump in there. Before I jump in there, I've got some comments. We've got Gloria here. She just says hi. So, hi, Gloria. Nice to have you here. Hey, Gloria. Um, and then we've got another statement. <laughs> we've got another statement. We found the partners based in what we need to learn in life. I believe she's saying. And then obviously there's my cousin here. I want support, loyalty, friendship, someone worldly and wants to travel. Who wants to help support me financially? Someone with ambition. What I will say is this, and to what you were saying, Victor, about in your 20s. I have some cousins who are very Christian orientated, let's say. And one of them got married at 19, the other one was 20, and the other one was 21. They all have a minimum of three kids each, and they're still married to the same person. They were thinking about future then, and they still talk about future now. And actually, one of them does a, a, a podcast called Marriage UK, talk about relationships and how long, how to hold a long-term marriage. So it is possible, not with everybody, but it is possible. <laughs> in, in that respect, excuse me. Don't want to choke. Devil's trying to kill me. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> back to you, Nelson. All right. Um, we've got a question here. Um, and I like what Renee is saying here. Very interesting. It kind of leads into the next thing. For Carla, uh, what are the values that you find? Because what we're looking for is here is kind of more answers, maybe even more good questions to ask ourselves. What values are important in a relationship? And I'll follow it up with, can you have the entire package? Do we have to go through a bad girl, bad guy phase, and then the nice girl, nice guy phase, or can we have it all, you know, be a total package? So, Carla, over to you. Um, I'm going to answer it in reverse, because I think the end part quite, is quite short, the answer for can we have it all. The answer is no. First of all, we have to define what it is. So mm -hmm. it, it all is usually an illusion. Something that we've been fed through social media or through even before social media, it was fairy stories that were selling us illusions of, uh -huh. you know, for women, we were sold the illusion of the Prince Charming who comes along and rescues you and all of that, even if you don't need to be rescued, which is the reality in life. We really don't need someone to come along and rescue us because we have everything within ourselves um, to, to have a happy life. But... Um, we are sold and we've always been sold illusions and it's our choice whether or not we buy into them. So I don't believe that we can have it all because it is not real. But can we have what we want or what we need in our life? Yes, we can. But we also have to be realistic about what 
what we will have to sacrifice in order to have that. Um, and then that goes to the next thing about the values. What are the values that are important? I would say the shared ones are the most important values because when you get into a relationship, there are two sets of values. There are yours and the other person's. And they're never going to be exactly the same. Um, if they are, it's there's, that's a bit strange. Um, there'll be a lot of them that are the same. And I think the most important ones in the relationship are the ones that you have in common because uh -huh. they will go to the top because now I've got mine, you've got yours, and now we've got ours. And the ones that we share in common are going to go to the top in the relationship. They're going to become the priority when we're dealing with relationship issues. So, yeah, and there was a point I wanted to pick up on what Gloria said. Gloria said, we find partners based in what we need to learn in life. And I think that's really true. I think that wherever we are um, in our development, it's reflected in our relationship, the quality of the relationship that we have. And also in the partners that we attract or find ourselves attracted to, um, I think that that is something we overlook. So sometimes, for example, we'll meet somebody and we have a difficult relationship and it doesn't work out and we have a tendency to blame them um, rather than looking at ourselves and saying, well, I attracted that person. What about mm -hmm. me made me attract that person? What was it that made mm -hmm. me get that far into a relationship and then find out that we didn't have shared values or we weren't heading in the same direction? What's happened? Um, so I like the fact that she says that we bring them out based on where, where we are and what we need to learn, because it is a learning process. You don't get it right first time. And mm -hmm. I think that that's another myth, that the people who have been in long-term relationships got it right first time. No, they didn't. They worked on it and they developed it over time. Um, and they were able to respond and adapt. And I, I know people will challenge that as well and say that some people stay and get comfortable. Um, but I think a lot more long-term relationships are based on the fact that people work together and they grow together. It's not always perfect, but they figure things out and work on it. Right, right. And, and, We've got some more comments here, Nelson. Okay, and, and, and right Gloria, after that, Matilda. Yeah, thank you. Gloria, um, you will never find the entire package you need to work on, build, the entire package and always something to work to work. Um, Anders, I think you should talk more about consequences of attachment issues. Uh, maybe also bring in how ADHD can affect an individual's relationships lifestyle. Maybe that's a topic for another time, Andrew. Sacha, the charming prince <laughs> with the London cab. Love you lots, uh, Sasha. Um, Normanese, Normanese, and um, Gloria says correct. I believe in that's relation to what you're saying, Carla. Back to you, Matilda. Okay, Matilda. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, jump in uh, with, with Carla and Gloria. I think it's, and also I want to make sure that instead of if you really want to be in a relationship if we want to have fun okay it's a different ball game and date around which can which is important as well for young people and they should do that uh it's a different ball game but if you really want to find a life partner like a serious partner that you're going to be committed and you're going to build the life around it then i really encourage people to instead of maybe dating around focus and work on themselves because once you understand who you are and what are your uh, shadows and what you need to work on then it's really easy to find the right person 
uh, otherwise you're uh, running after men or women that they are not serving you emotionally and uh, your psychology uh, is not going to be in the right place because um, they bring something that is not working inside. If you have a father issue or you have a mother issue, being with a certain type of a man and a woman will bring fire in that relationship. And uh, maybe it's time to work on yourself and fix that, those issues and then find the right partner that can be aligned with who you are. And that will have a success rate, a lot of higher success rate. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter about the age. Lots of people don't have the self-discovery and they go into marriages or relationships before even knowing who they are. And that's why it fails. The, um, there's a question there from Anders. Uh, if we could bring up that comment, please. The question? Um... Uh, uh, the comment. Well, I think you should. Is this one? Right. Um, the consequences of attachment issues. Um, I, you know, I don't know too much about ADHD. So, any one of my co-hosts would want to take it. All right, Carla, over to you. Definitely, Anders is spot on. He's on the money. These are two really important topics, and I'll try and be brief because they are deep. And I think Simon picked up on that. The first one, attachment issues. A lot of the human population, adult population, has issues related to attachment based on their childhood experiences with their parents. There are a lot of unresolved traumas, and Matilda always talks about working on yourself and doing that inner work and the inner child and things like that. It's really important because it manifests itself in your relationships. And this is, and one of the ways that people will be most familiar with is the clingy data. Clingy data's and people who have sex very early, people who get into relationships and think they're in a relationship when actually they're not, they're just dating and now they've found themselves in a big mess. That's related to attachment issues. It's related to unhealthy attachment and you cling on to people because you're afraid of being alone. Very important and it causes massive issues in dating and relationships. And the other one where he talks about ADHD um, ADHD and all sorts of other issues that people face with the way that their brain and their mental health and the state of um, uh, how they manage themselves or regulate themselves can also be an issue. Um, ADHD, for example, it causes people to get bored um, very easily and to continually seek out stimulation um, and problems with things like dopamine regulation, which can lead to um, sexual addictions. It can lead to addiction to porn and all of that, which we know also present lots of dating and relationship challenges. Someone mentioned earlier about guys who are continually looking for sexual connection. That is also related to things like ADHD and the inability to focus and to think about what's important and not get sidetracked by sex. And also the whole swiping continually through your phone and looking at girls and guys when you're actually in a relationship, which is problematic in relationships. It causes big arguments and, and issues and it's, and it is related to what um, Anders has brought out about things like ADHD and attachment issues. They are big factors. So uh, I hope that gave uh, a, you know a kind of a brief summary and wasn't too <laughs> long-winded. We've got some more comments here. Um, Donna Francis says, well said, Carla. Uh, com commitment is key to building a strong foundation and growing together, both separate and together. We've got lots of comments here. Anders says, good point about working on yourself. Gloria says, yes, Matilda, self-discovery is important. 
And Geneva, excuse me, some people are so desperate to connect that they convince themselves that they are connecting with the person they're dating when they are changing themselves to create a connection, then they realize that it was a lie. That's quite deep, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, Howl, our lovely Howl, says normalize, normalize therapy even if it's in, uh, expensive. Sasha, with internet, I'm just afraid with the number of mentally mental sick people you can meet, the new interactions are changing completely, the world and the people individually. I'm sorry, I have to come here. I have to jump here. Excuse me, Sasha. How lucky you are that you're not. You don't need to date online anymore. Your mental <laughs> problems are safe. Matilda, rescued you. Okay. Okay. Well, I think everybody knows um, that Sasha's taken right now. So. <laughs> I have to, right, Gloria says, I have to go. I live in the jungle and I need some um, errands before uh, rains. Love the topic. Thanks for having you, Gloria. Great being on, Gloria. Um, and Howler says, great answer, Carla. Dating apps are designed to keep you there for a long time. Some people always looking for a better partner. That I can't, That's quite controversial, that statement, because dating apps go by the slogan, the app that's meant to be removed. Well, so, uh, so which actually implies that they want you to be happy in a relationship. But if that relationship fails, by all means, come back to us because we're always here and well in stock. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, but, back to you, Nelson. Okay, but you know that that does bring a good point. If you and this is kind of like a whole different, uh, another uh, podcast topic. If you have a bad experiences on a dating app, you won't be going back to it. So that that does have you know there's some like reverse merit truth to that, and you know we, we might be able to get to that question. We're running uh, short on time here, but some things about relationships has to do with crucial and difficult conversations. Uh, opening the question for the audience: What has been kind of some of the most difficult questions you've had to ask or been asked? Again, crucial conversations are key for a relationship. What are some of the most difficult questions you've had to ask or have been asked? And I'll, I'll throw that out to the audience and to the group. Who would like to tackle that question first? Well, you know <laughs> All right, I'll go one. ahead. Go I'll go because I can think of two. Okay. When I was younger, the worst question is how many people have you slept with? that's uh, a killer for a woman because mm -hmm. of the culture and the stigma around female sexuality and, and that. Um, as you get older, it's not the most difficult, but it's probably one of the most important and the one that requires really good thinking to know the answer. And it's, why did your last relationship break up? Uh, I love that one. That's actually one of my favorites. And actually, if someone doesn't ask me that now, I don't take them seriously because I know that the right answer has nothing to do with the other partner. The right answer to that question always has something to do with me. Someone asked me, why, did, why are you not with that person? I really have to look at myself first. And the same, if I ask someone else that and they start talking about their ex and what was wrong with their ex and why the ex was the ex from hell, that's a red flag because that's mm -hmm. never the reason that your relationship breaks down. It's always you. doesn't mean that they haven't had something to do with it, but you're not in control of that. 
So the why did you break up or why are you single or what happened in your last relationship question is a good one. Really important. Okay. And Carla, thank you for that. We're, we're in the crucial conversations. Simon and then over to uh, Matilda or Victor, whichever jumps in first. A question that I always ask is what did you learn from your last relationship? Because which is very similar to um, Carla's question. But if you can't tell me that you've learned anything, and I don't mean just blaming the other person, it's a reflection on yourself. And it tells me, can you look at yourself? Introspection, I take it. Yes, in that respect. And um, sorry, what was the last question? Um, the most difficult questions you've been asked and have had to answer. You know, because I can't that... really think of any difficult questions I've really had to ask. Um, I've, I've been asked mm -hmm. because I'm quite an open book in many respects. Well, I like to think so. Some people probably argue different. Don't listen to the comment section. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to Victor. Victor, yeah. moving on to you, mate. Um, see, I can't. Uh, I, I I can't remember answering or asking that question. But um, the difficult questions we me and my wife tend to like internalize or ask ourselves is when we go through certain stuff, challenges, we ask ourselves, are you ready to work on this? So, and um, are you ready to work on the communication? Are you ready to work on, um, on the kids? Are you ready to work on this feeling? Are you ready to work on that feeling? So, these are questions that it's very difficult to be very honest with yourself. So these are some of the questions we ask ourselves mm -hmm. on, a, on, a, on a, yes, on a regular. Like um, we, we 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 don't wear rings. Yeah, I've been married now for a very long time. We don't wear rings because it is not an issue for us. Okay, so the fundamentals about our relationship is based on friendship. So the question we ask, knowing, okay, you know what? I'm going to be your friend no matter what, but are you ready to work on how you speak to me? Are you going to work on how you respond when I say something? So these are the, quite the difficult questions that we have or that I face in so my how, own. So how to address each other. Okay. Okay, yeah. good, good, good. Uh, Matilda, one second. We've got a comment come in. And uh, um, Geneva says, I hate the question. Have you ever been with another race? Uh, sorry. Um, when, you, when you date outside your race. That's interesting. Yeah. On a personal I mean, basis, how, yeah, how that, that one comes up. Howler says, um, continuous communication, be a team player in a relationship and always do self-assessment, improving yourself with your partner and always grow. Okay, I like that. Thank you. Thank you to Renee and thank you to Kaola. Matilda, over to you. Yeah, I think I never had difficult questions. I never been asked difficult questions because I'm very... I've, I've spent a lot of time discovering myself and 
you know, understanding who I am and I'm very comfortable with it. I think once you're comfortable with who you are, it doesn't matter what kind of a question people ask, you're just, it's, everything is hunky-dory because you are um, aligned with uh, your desires in life, what I want in life and what I want to get in life and everything is okay. So whatever they ask, it's, there's no problem there. But maybe if I wasn't comfortable with who I am, then it was a different story. And you need to hide certain things or you need to come from a different angle. I am love and I'm loved. I mean, who is this guy that doesn't like me? He's never seen a guy that doesn't like me because I love myself in, uh, either way around. So it doesn't matter. All right, Matilda, you might be getting some tough questions once this podcast is over. Um, all right, okay. so so we're we're going to be wrapping up here. Um, we're going to finalize. Uh, a, hold on a second. We got a question right here. Uh, Simon, please. I have a quick. Um, Sasha says I have a question for Victor. Do you think internet change internet changed the dating or relationship in Africa? Do you think a relationship is just uh, a luxury or a real movement everywhere in the world? I can answer that if you want to. Yeah, I, see, I don't think, uh, thank you very much, Sasha. I don't think um, the internet has changed anything because of um, the uh, broadband penetration is, uh, is low. So, except, except you are in a city like Lagos where, um, where you have great internet penetration and, um, and these are these are less. These are less than say twenty percent. So the majority still do it the old school way. You go to um, you go to public gatherings and you meet someone. So the internet is is the uh, internet dating is not really changing anything right now. Okay. All right, Sasha and Victor, thank you very much for, for the question and for the answer. All right, we're going to kind of start wrapping up here. Um, ending, what can you as a person do to improve their relationship game, okay, or to get better? A quick one, two, or three bullet point items. What can a person do, what can we do to improve their relationship game? Also, definitely want to definitely hear from the audience. Please, we look forward to reading out your comments, okay? And I'll read out again. What can a person do to improve their relationship game? Who wants to take that one on first? All righty. You know what? I'll, I'll take it on first. Um, right here. The first thing for me I can do is definitely being able to have agreements, agreements with people. Um, instead of, you know, you should, I should have, uh, anybody should. Uh, agreements are a huge help because it means that we've met somewhere and we've agreed upon something and we're gonna hold each other accountable. So that to me has been a huge help and that's all across the board. Um, for, for me, yeah. it's definitely helped out. Okay, Victor to you and then Carla, yeah. uh, Matilda and Simon. Yeah, and um, yeah, this is the second time I'll be using the Bible because the book says, my people perish because of lack of vision. Yeah, the vision or yeah. Anyways, people perish for lack of vision. So I would say to improve relationship is the shared vision. That is what you guys. So vision. Which is a type of an agreement. 
All right. Um, Carla? Um, the first thing I'm thinking in relation to that is um, to know yourself. You have to know yourself. Uh, Matilda said it earlier again, and accept yourself and love yourself. It's a cliche. We hear it all the time, but it is really real. Before that, you, you, you've done that. You can't do anything in relationships. And then I think the other thing is to learn how to communicate effectively, um, to ask the right questions, have the right conversations, um, and know what you're looking for. Um, and also the third one would be to stay um, connected to your values, whatever values they are, and your value system. Um, because if you don't do that, it's very easy for you to go off course, compromise or end up with the wrong person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Values are important and effective communication. Matilda. Um, yeah, it's aligned with what Carla is saying. I think first thing is love yourself love yourself so you wouldn't be in a wrong relationship because you wouldn't want to sacrifice your values to be aligned with someone else know who you are value who you are and love yourself and the right person will come you don't need to sacrifice things to be with that person that person will have the same values and structures as you you have but if you you're not true to who you are then it's wishy-washy other persons don't know your real true you as well so um, I think when relationships are failing, instead of we blaming um, others, we have to blame ourselves. Have, have we been true to who we are in that relationship? If not, then why are we blaming others? So be true to who you are and love yourself. And when you love yourself, the right person will come. Okay. Okay, we've got, we've got, a, got, comment. A, comment. We've got a comment here. Um, Howla says, of part of the team, to improve the relationship game, be clear about your vision, always communicate your standards and what you stand for. Know your weaknesses and strengths. A lot of people stay in a relationship for years and they don't get, and they get lost because it's not what they really want. I will add to that to say, to depending on where you are in life, is, sorry, is it you, Victor? No, 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 I just, I just wanted to. I thought it was just one word um, that you need. I will just add one very fundamental stuff. Sorry, Simon. One very fundamental stuff that we mostly overlook. See, know that you can learn. Be learn, be learnable, or be teachable. Know you can learn. You're not stuck. You can learn. Whatever skill, whatever um, soft skill you need, know you can learn in a relationship. Go ahead, Simon. I just needed to like drop that. I think everybody's covered everything apart from one thing. And as a man, I would say, earn more money. Because the more money you have, the more peace you're going to have. If you can take your wife out, swirl her, go on the holiday to Spain in a weekend, and go to the Cayman Islands for a summer holiday. I think apart well, from everything else, everything else has been covered. But as a bloke, I will say, honestly, if you don't, you know, if you haven't got enough money, then you're going to be in problems. <laughs> you're going to be in problems. And, and, and actually, you know, just to kind of, as we're wrapping up here, um, and we're going to ask Carla to do a summary here. Very important, something that Victor said, which is to, you can learn, right? What happens if you have a certain value but then you find out that the person that you're with has a higher standard of a value. 
So it might be important to learn that value and adopt it as, as your own, right? So a person might say, I value health, I fitness. The other person says, I don't value it so much. Then you learn that, hey, it might be a good idea for me to value health and fitness. So, um, so that right there. Um, okay, we are wrapping up right here. Um, and uh, we're wrapping it up. The, um, and before I, I'm going to do something right now, Carla, can you give us a summary? Yeah, I will give a very brief one. And I would just say, I think for me, what stands out the most is that the best relationship you can ever have is the relationship with yourself. And the better that relationship is, the better all your relationships are going to be. Back to you, Nelson. And just to jump in there, I've got somebody who agrees with me, Harla. <laughs> she said, ha ha, great with you, going with you Simon. Um, uh, guys with good finance is really important for a healthy relationship. Thank you, Carla. The feminists are about to jump off buildings in New York City with that one. Um, they're gonna they're gonna jump off buildings with that one. So, uh, folks, two things. We're gonna wrap up here. Um, you know, we're gonna give a, a quick a quick goodbye to talk about our podcast. Um, Carla, let's start with you, and then we'll go all the way around. I'm Carla and I'm the host of the Wonder and Wellbeing podcast, which is for parents and teachers. And it's all about all the topics that relate to children's education and parent and teacher wellbeing. Over to you, Matilda. And my podcast is about finding yourself, loving yourself and <laughs> discovering yourself. So uh, you can find right relationships for yourself, friendship, love and other things all starts with you. So listen to my podcast first. <laughs> uh, Victor. Oh, yeah. Um, it is Diaspora Entrepreneurs podcast. You can find us on Spotify. Apple iTunes, um, Apple iTunes, yeah, Google Podcast, and all your major platforms. And we're on YouTube, Diaspora, uh, Diaspora Entrepreneurs on YouTube. Over to you, Simon. Hi, hi, I'm Simon. Yes, my podcast is Taxi Chronicles. I have a lot of episodes, very short, 5 to 15 minutes long. People are sharing their experiences of everyday life and what careers they do. Um, we're on all major platforms, as it says in the link below, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Over to you, Nelson. Okay. So, guys, uh, I'm going to put on a, a special uh, mask on. Uh, I am not Kaola, but I'm going to speak on her behalf. Woman with, with stories. You can find her on iTunes and Spotify. Um, my podcast is called Investing in America. We talk about how to invest in the U.S., specifically real estate, and have a certain number of interviews where we interview people have nothing to do with real estate but they have got great stories great business practices okay folks um we are not you know trained relationship experts however we all have experiences and also highly encourage folks this book uh, 101 questions to ask before you get engaged fantastic book i will be having this author on my podcast uh fantastic book uh highly encourage everyone to get it um great guideline next week our guest uh, excuse me our uh, lead co-host will be kaola um she's got some great topic lined up and we've got a comment right there so um that is about it but before we log off simon please read out that comment oh yeah um rabbi says simon agree with you 
Before we go, I just want to thank from um, Howler to Sasha to Thomas to Rab to Gloria to um, Andy Geneva, to Andy's uh, Donna to the many people who've given their comments. It's been a great pleasure to have you, and not forgetting my old military buddy Dan, um, who I know is in the barracks doing whatever. And Samantha, can't forget Samantha. I get in trouble. Okay, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, so thanks a lot. And uh, back to you, Nelson. Okay. So, everyone, uh, it's been great having on this topic. Very important as we get out of COVID. Everybody, take care. See you next week. Same back time. But remember, hit share and subscribe and follow. Take care, everyone.